0: Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your team. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepherd dive into a topic that will challenge, encourage, and inspire you as you parent your team. Let's listen in. Today, you've chosen a very important topic.
1: You know what? It's about reaching your teen's heart when their behavior hurts yours. And and there's something about that that I think is key, because we all get hurt sometimes. Our kids will do things that violate our desires and will act in ways that challenge our expectations for them. I felt that when my son gave me a call and said he was going to get divorced. Mm. I mean, it was funny to me that he had found someone other than his wife that he wanted to spend his life with, and my heart was broken. Yeah. I mean, it was just broken. And I immediately forgot about his heart uh, and how it was breaking, and I only focused on how he had hurt me. And then I remembered Rick Warren's first line of his book, Purpose Driven Life. It's not about you. It's not about you. And 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 to me, that's a very important statement. And, and that book did so well because it pointedly pointed people in a way that said... It's not about you. When, you. when you buy onto this thing in a relationship with Christ, it's not about you. It was then that I learned to rise above my hurt and help my son heal his heart. And there's something about that that, that it's the most difficult thing in the world. It's called grace. Yeah. But grace is tough, and we'll talk about
0: this. Mark, we could spend the rest of the program talking about ways that our teens hurt us, but that's not our focus. But let's talk about that for just <laughs> yeah, a moment. You
1: right? know, I think I think most of us laugh a little bit uh, to keep from crying, yeah. because we know that as our kids get older, that what happens is they end up Hurting us in some way because they they don't follow everything that we have taught them and, and we believe that they're doing something different than what we believe and they value things differently. And if we get ourselves in the way, then it hurts us. And part of this process of being a launching pad for a child is to give them the opportunity to develop their own life, which means you're going to be hurt because they're not going to accept everything that we believe in. And so it's rising above that and saying, okay, how do I do that? And this is especially for grandparents as well. Because there is a vast gap between what grandparents believe and what current teens believe. And so you've got to look through some because they just don't see eye to eye mm-hmm. on that. I mean, and those questions would be music and modesty and, and movies and, you know, anything else that begins with an M that so fits into that thing. So this is especially
0: important for grandparents. Well, sure
1: it is. I mean, because if the, you want to make a connection, you're going to have to leave some of your hurts behind and just, and just learn to go, okay, I'm going to let it go. And it doesn't mean you just... You just get beat up, but I remember Chuck Swindoll saying that "Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be the doormats of life." <laughs> and I and I I get that. I mean, when when you build relationships, there's a tendency that you will get walked on at times. And you've got to let that go for the sake
0: of the relationship. And there's some things that our teens don't need when they're exhibiting this kind of behavior.
1: Well, you know, they don't need somebody to turn their back on them. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like this. You have a son that, that comes home and says that, uh, you know, he's in college or he's got out of college and and uh, he's moved in with his girlfriend. And you may not approve it and you may not in, enjoy the fact that that's what he's doing, but he's on his own and he can make those choices. That's not the time he needs someone to turn turn their back on him. It's not the time that he needs to feel abandoned. And there's a part of it, I can stand up for what I believe. Yeah, they
0: can know of our disapproval, right? That's right. right.
1: They can know of that, but I can still have a relationship with them. We've really got into this this condition of our culture that says, if anybody doesn't agree with me, then we can't have a relationship. I can. (laughs) I mean, I'm around people all the time. I don't agree with most of what they're doing. But I can still love them through it because my point isn't to always push them and argue about stuff or try to fix all the political and cultural issues in the world. I doubt that any of us can do that. And I'm not going to get caught up in quarrels and controversies that accomplish nothing that Scripture tells me about. Don't get caught up in those things. My job is to love them and be be light in their world, if it is darkness, and to bring salt to the table and to give them the opportunity to see what it's like to follow God's Word and what it's like to internalize Him and His Word into me and let it flow out. It's not my point just to be... Judgmental all the time and cut them down, and so because that has an amazing way of pushing people away. And somebody goes, "Well, but you got to stand for something." Well, I stand every any kid that I'm around, any parent I'm around, they know what I stand for. But I am relational because I believe that that is how God operates is through relationships.
0: Yeah, this can be really tough, Uh, and you've learned to deal with it. Uh, I think a lot of parents need to learn to deal with this. How how to stand for your principles. Uh, show disapproval, but at the same time, build a relationship.
1: You know, because you begin to realize, and I said it in other programs, that that you love your child more than you hate their behavior. Oh, yeah. That's how you get through it. And, I mean, it's a matter of saying what they need is someone who fights for that which is worthwhile and and knows the difference between battles and wars. I'll fight the wars, but I'm not going to fight the little battles. I'm going to let those things go. I'm not going to let a grandchild's dress or the size of her swimsuit ruin my relationship, nor am I going to ruin the relationship by telling her how she's wrong and what she's wearing. That's not my job as a grandparent. That's her, her parents' role to do that. So I just kind of just go, okay, well, I'm going to leave it alone but I'm going to move toward them relationally. And hopefully she'll come to me and and ask questions, which she's done, you know, in over a period of time. And you hope that is where you get to share your wisdom because the world's going to teach her some lessons as well. It's not just me.
0: So they don't need us to turn our backs on them. What do they need from us?
1: Well, they they need somebody who, who fights for that which is worthwhile or someone who fights for the relationship, even when there's hurt or difference of opinion. I'm not going to let a, a child who, who, who says abortion is okay... I'm not going to let that concept get in the way of a relationship with them. Because I realize this, if there's no relationship, I will never have influence in their life in any other way. Mm. And so it's not that I neglect it. It's that I, that I focus on the relationship that hopefully they'll come and, and we can have a discussion about what they believe and what I believe. I mean, it's, it, we really have created a culture in this world that, that, that everybody's fighting over everything. And I go, what's happening is we're losing a concept of relationship. That's why kids leave the church. That's why, that's why people leave the church. They feel like the relationships aren't there because we always have to think all the same. And I go, no, we don't.
0: Yeah. You know, when we build a relationship and don't compromise our, our principles, don't you think that maybe we're actually getting more respect than what they might appear to be giving us?
1: Well, I, I do. It, it's because they see that, that it's not as big a deal as they think it is. Because I can move beyond that. It's kind of like the music thing. You know, I, I realize this. I can, I can tell a child, you're not listening to this music. But at some point, they get to listen to any music they want. So I make it just something that I, it's, it's not one of those hills I'm going to die on. It's not one of those battles that I'm going to fight. I'm going to leave it alone. And then what I find is, over time, they don't use it to show me that they have control of their life. They start changing their music because they have different tastes as they get older. So we get to enjoy that. I know that a lot of these kids are going to grow out of some of the stuff that they're doing, and so you just look beyond it at times because the relationship is the most important thing.
0: How do you deepen the relationship after there's been a massive hurt? You know, I mean. <laughs> You know,
1: most of the time when, when teens mess up, they know their sin better than anyone else and don't need to be told off or shamed. Shamed, right. You know, that's the key you, word. They get it. it? Yeah. I, you know, it, it, it didn't do any good for me to tell my son, hey, what you're doing is wrong. You're breaking a covenant with God. You made it before me. I performed the marriage. You're violating this. You're violating that. You know, he was already lost. And that doesn't justify divorce and nor does it does it condone and say it's okay to break a covenant. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that those divorces and those situations put people in positions where they need people to gather around them, not shun them.
0: I like what you say. Don't make your hurt the focus.
1: That's right. It's not about me. It is about them. And so it's, it's almost, I've got to look beyond that. As I said earlier, it's called grace. And if grace is easy for you, It's probably not grace. Good point. You know, God does a wonderful job. That's hard for us. uh, Scripture says, like the barred gates of the citadel is one who has offended the other. It's hard to, to, when you've been offended, to get through that. But you have to, because God commands us to. Hey, I want to tell you about an online course that I think can turn around the crisis that you're facing in your family with your team. It's online, and we call it our Families in Crisis course. And you get to pay whatever you want to view it. This four-hour course will help you understand the impact that this culture is having on your team and share with you some very practical ways that you c- can engage with your child on a different level to help them get to a place that they want to go and keep them from ending up in a place where they never want to visit. I sat down, turned on the camera, and shared the content of what I share at all of our Families in Crisis Conferences that we hold here on the Heartlight Campus in Longview, Texas. So if you can't attend one of those conferences in person, then take advantage of this opportunity to make those changes that you'd like to see in your family. And I'll share how to make those happen. This could just be the best decision you've ever made, to put some new tools in your parenting toolbox to equip you with wise counsel and practical insights how you can connect with your disconnected teen. To get this course, go to thecrisiscourse.com. That's called thecrisiscourse.com. It'll change the way you parent, and it might just change the heart of the teen that is causing the crisis in your family.
0: Undoubtedly, there's a mom or dad or both who are listening today, and they're in the middle of a hurt right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep la- keep laughing. Try to laugh to keep from crying. I mean, there's a perspective there that you go, I know I'm going to get through this, but I don't feel it. You know, I, it's amazing to me. I know of God's faithfulness because of what He's done in my life, and I can say it that He'll do it in <laughs> in in the future. But there's always that struggle: is well, yeah. where is He right now? Right, I I'm mean, here now. <laughs> yeah, and and it's because He's. He's helped in the past, and I know he will in the future, that that his promises ring true now, that he will now, and he will turn the corner of this. He has promised to work things out for the good. Even the hurt you go through now will one day stop, and he loves you and your teen more than you can ever fathom. That is that is so important to understand, that your relationship with your teen is going to get better if you do things that move it in a positive way. I was doing an interview yesterday, and and I, I told this family, you've got to stop doing what you've been doing because it's not working and it's driving your child further away from you. Your child can't stand you and he can't stand you more each day because you're doing the same thing. And you've got to stop, turn and, and say, okay, we're going to have to do some things different.
0: And the most important thing is?
1: You're not alone. You know, it's just—it's just saying to, to parents, you're not alone. You're, you're not alone in this thing. You're, you're not out on an island by yourself. This is your family. This is this is the way for you to engage differently, and perhaps the way—the the most important thing, Wayne—is—is is that they get over their own hurt and start looking to the hurt of their child. Lots of parents and grandparents struggle through hurt with their teens, and I encourage you to find a group or a friend that you can share with and pray with and have the opportunity to get some encouragement from just one other person that says, hey, I'm here for you. We're going to get through this thing.
0: And whether teens make good decisions or bad decisions, keep the relationship alive.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, that is probably the most important thing.
0: Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit ParentingTodaysteens.org, HeartlightMinistries.org, or MarkGregston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.